Coming to you from New York City. This week and every week, it's the Ben Kissel Show. I ate too much Domino's pizza. I ordered three, four Domino's pizzas on Thursday, and I just finished them off this morning. Yes. And I'm like in a weird Domino's coma. I feel dumber than usual. That's hot. Yeah. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Ben Kissel. Mike Coscarelli, thanks for doing it, buddy. Thanks for being here. Uh, Today's guest, Aquafina. Thanks for being here, Aquafina. Oh, of course. It's nice. Aquafina and I were talking before the show. Aquafina, a proud new mother of a beautiful dog. Oh my god, no. You hate this dog already. It's two years old. It's peeing all over your it's house. Peeing. I feel like um those like fourteen year old moms that go on more and they're like, I want a baby. And then like they <laughs> have a baby. <laughs> and then yeah. they gotta come on and like you know what I mean? So right. it's kind of it's kind of I, I it's kind of ratchet in my house right now. It's awful, yeah, because you wanted the dog because you thought it was going to be cute and cuddly and it was going to love you forever, and then it turns out it's just it's just a little dookie machine. A little dingleberry collector. I'll tell you, I know dogs very, very well, and I love dogs, but yeah. there's something. What kind of dog is this? It's a, it's a French bulldog. So it's got a hairy butt. It's not a hairy butt, but it's it, it's the opposite, so it's very exposed. At least hair, right, at right. Least hair would kind of absorb the feces, but mm-hmm. it's very... Bold, boldly out there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing with dogs. A lot of people don't like the, the dog butt. And some people, yeah. they, they like that hair uh, around there. But then you get all the poop in there and then you got to comb it yeah, out. And then you got to comb it out with your, fing- with your fingers. It's all a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I mean, she is. it's rewarding. She's rewarding. Yeah. You know, I tell myself that. So. What's her name? Sophie. I hate that name. So terrible name. She came. It's like her basic bitch name. She, it came with it. Can I curse? Yeah, you. Of course you can curse. Okay. Yeah, Sophie sounds like you need to. Uh, sounds like she sits on couches covered in plastic and chain yeah. smokes Paul Malls. Yeah. So eventually, I got to make a Sophie's choice. You know, if I'm going oh to keep God. her around or not. You know what I mean? You got to. Exactly. But I will. I think I will. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult to let go of a dog. Once they're around your house, you know, and then you become accustomed yeah. to them annoying you. Well, can I, I can imagine, like, kind of giving her away and then having her old toy sitting there, and then, like, the night after oh I give God. her away, I look at the toy. It's And terrible. I'm like, what? why did I do this, you know? Right, right. So. Then they got to make a Lifetime movie about it. Exactly. Oh, uh, that would be wonderful, though. It sounds like a great feature film. You're yeah. doing, um... A bunch of work right now with, uh, what, Girl Code, MTV, and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, we just got a show picked up called Girl Code Live. It's like a spinoff of Girl Code. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. What are you telling the youth? Um, I don't tell the youth good things. I mean, right. uh, we recently did an episode uh, that had to do with, like, prom, and I think there was like, a lot of hand job talk. Oh, very nice, um, yeah. You know, because that's what you do at prom. Like, yeah. what else? What am I going to lie to these kids? Yeah, what are you supposed to dance and hang around the punch bowl? No, you yeah. give hand jobs no, and give, sneak in whiskey. You give violent, chafing hand jobs <laughs> in the back of an accessoride. <laughs> oh, my like, God. So, yeah. We had a different prom, I'll tell you. <laughs> Mike Coscarelli just gave the thumbs up to the hand job at prom, so I assume you had a different prom than me as well. I had the worst prom experience ever. I went alone. I was one of those. I You're went alone. And but everyone was just like, no, you can come and hang out with us, you know. So I went to the dinner and everyone had their <laughs> dates, and I was just like, comedy is my date, and I'm going to put on a show. But then I think I just got too drunk and naked at some point. Right, right, right. The whole thing turned into an absolute nightmare. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Prom, prom is pretty bad. Oh, prom is rough. I was talking. Uh, Jermaine Fowler was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about guy cur- guy code and girl code, and really the things that uh, they say on that show to uh, like thirteen year old kids. Thir- you know, girls. I mean, I think guy code is is pretty 
I think they can get racier. Like they definitely talk about racier stuff. Right. Um, and then girl, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot like, and it's funny because I, a lot of girls like don't like me and I don't know. if So I don't know. I think it's because like I'm new. I think it might be partially that I'm new. Do you think that they have a similar situation on a macro level that they do in a micro level where it's just like new girl, better prove yourself to us. And then maybe we can accommodate a friendship. Yeah. I I mean, I'd like to think that, but then I'll go. And I'll like because like you know I'll get the hate comments on Twitter and th- and it's funny because like they all look the same. They're all the all the, all the girls that girl. hate you. Yeah, they're yeah. all the same girl, and it's hilarious. Every time I look at the hater, I like kind of giggle to myself, you know. Right. So because you could just, like you can make a sketch of them right now in your head if you close your eyes. Yeah. You can sketch out the oh, perfect yeah. person. Uh, yeah, I can. I have a police sketch of them right now. <laughs> like. Kind of frumpy, um, like Claire's sh- loving, cl- like loving the shitty jewelry from Claire's. I love Claire's. Yeah, yeah. girl with like you know their kind of deadbeat boyfriend living in the Midwest. Those are the girls that like hate me. And so they like right. cheerleading and stuff like that. Uh huh. They just don't get. They don't get it. So. I would assume the race of these women tend to be uh, a little bit more pale. Ghanaian. No, no, no. They're all white. They're all yeah. White I would from, assume from so. the Midwest. Yeah. The Midwest is a very white part of the country. Yeah, all and- lots of Ohio, like mm-hmm. lots of um, Indiana. I like. I literally like. I'm. I, I've scoped it out. I, know I respect it. it. I mean, that's where I'm from. I'm from Wisconsin. I respect that Midwest culture because they are not putting on pants unless they have to. And if they do have to put on pants, they're putting on sweats because yeah. if you're gonna go outside, you might as well be comfortable. Yeah. And that's what they all say, and that's what they all think. Exactly. The Midwest is always cozy. Yeah. It's yeah. always it's freezing cold and miserable, and everyone just overcompensates by having but uh, fur. I in do their, like uh, the lining. Midwest, though. Oh, it's beautiful. Like specifically, like Wisconsin and Chicago, yeah. like all the other ones. I don't. That's why about. I'm surprised to hear about all this hate coming from the Midwestern neighborhoods yeah. and the Midwestern states well, because, yeah. uh, you know. Usually, we're considered quite nice people. Yeah, it's actually the Middle East. It's not really the Midwest. I, I, I you know what I mean. It's more of the yeah. Mid East. Yeah. Yeah, you get a lot of Middle East hate. Yeah, a little, a lot of Middle East hate. Yeah. So you know, it's fine. That's I'll cool. Deal with have, it. have you ever said anything on Girl Code that you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I just told a 13 year old girl to do this at prom or something like that? Um. Uh, well, like last season, there, I, I, I was like, I made a couple jokes about like masturbating a dolphin. Um, and there was like this one very angry viewer who was like, I'm sure Aquafina's talented or whatever, but masturbating a dolphin and she spelt it wrong. And I was like, you know, if this is why you're going to hate me, then I am so fucking proud that you hate me because of this. Yeah. How do you masturbate a dolphin? I mean, pretty much like there's historically, there's just been like these trainers and scientists that have been put in these situations, like with these dolphins. Right. Where the dolphin refuses to work until it's been masturbated. So, oh, that's my kind of dolphin. Yeah. That's amazing. So the dolphin's like, I will not leave my trailer until I'm milked. Exactly. That's exactly what Charlie Sheen did on the set of Two and a Half Men. That's why he got kicked <laughs> off of that show and had to go to FX. He was fucking Brie Olsen, which is like pretty hot. Brie Olsen is a very, uh, for those that don't know Charlie Sheen, yeah, he had sex with Brie Olsen, who's a very successful like porn star. In, yeah. But I'm going to say, as far as porn stars go, pretty run of the mill. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, she was one of definitely those girls, like uh, the, the speech impediment, you know, and right. I mean, she was like, I'm with Charlie Sheen, you know, like that's got that kind of thing. But she was actually, I thought she was cute. She was cute enough. I mean, either she's way. She's cute enough. She's like a little button. She's like a little porn star. She was a little button a little when du- Charlie- and Double she- anal button. Yeah, Mike is given the uh, the flimsy wave, the old- uh, Oh, whatever, Mike. Yeah, so Mike doesn't approve, and I'm with you on this one, Mike. She's yeah. obviously fine, and I would love if we went, we went to prom together and she uh, gave me a hand job. Super I certainly chafey. would not reject one. Right. 
So you had just you had this woman uh, screaming at you via Twitter because you uh, suggested masturbating a dolphin. Right. That would be a very difficult job, especially if you're a scientist and you went through years and years of education, and then you literally just get put on stroke patrol. Yeah. Where you're just like, now, exactly. okay, Bob, <laughs> you're, you're, you're $80,000 in debt, you have a bunch of student loans, and you worked really hard because you love animals. Go jerk off Flapper, the dumb flipper. <laughs> No, but it's just funny because you just imagine like these dudes, like they have no idea that all dolphins really want is to be masturbated. Right, right. And they want to go in there like, and they you know, don't honey. have hands. Yeah, they're like they're like talking to their wife like the night before, and they're like, I, I can't believe I'm I'm, an, I'm gonna be on this like this crazy mission to right. to, to really like the scientific mission. It's great. I'm working <laughs> with the dolphins, and all they just got to masturbate the dolphin, and then but then a couple of them, I think after this one woman, like after years of masturbating the dolphin, she was like just hired on this kind of like project to be with these dolphins. Eventually, she was like, fuck it, I'm just going to have sex with it. Oh, really? Yeah. And she, and, you know, eventually, because I guess, like, you know, you get comfortable with each other. Sure, yeah. Um, and I think the dolphin was, like, in love with her. And I think the dolphin, um, after she started working with her, killed himself. Really? Yeah. So she actually had, like, uh, vaginal sex with the dolphin? I I mean, I, do, I, I read a couple of articles trying to really find out what it was right. and it wasn't clear whether it was just masturbating each other like the whole time or there was actual penetration i don't i've never seen a dolphin well, penis that may, no i've never seen a dolphin penis either knock on wood i won't see one anytime soon <laughs> they probably i wonder if the dolphin was named like mr gray or something <laughs> And he was the only dolphin with a little suit and tie on. A little fun joke. Hey, I'm Mr. Gray. Like we call him Mr. Gray because he was we masturbate him all day. Mm -hmm. I'm the sexually assaulting dolphin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a bizarre little thing they. It's a bizarre. Uh, <laughs> it's a bizarre routine they yeah. have there at SeaWorld. The Mr. Yeah. Gray uh, BDS BDSM dolphin. It sounds pretty intense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder. I mean, if you are the wife or the husband of somebody who has to go masturbate a dolphin on a daily basis, at some point, I can see... Uh I can see a little jealousy creeping yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if yeah. I'm the if I'm the husband and my wife comes home and you know we're not having any sort of sexual contact whatsoever. Yeah. I'm bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what you're too busy? Your 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 hands tired from jerking off Droopy, the stupid yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. Like they're just like, let me tie up your fins. I mean arms. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's all confusing. Still, right. So. What's the difference between masturbating a dolphin for something like SeaWorld and that movie Zoo where they were just banging horses? It's it's, it's very, very similar. Well, dolphins definitely like, like sex. And they like... Uh, they don't... Horses, I don't think, like anything. They just kind of like to eat and poop, you know? Right, 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 right. I don't think they're really invested in it like dolphins are. Yeah, dolphins seem like they'll look in your eyes, and they really do. People have a real connection with them. Yeah, can you imagine like being in the pool, and a dolphin just comes at you, and it just goes black? You know what I mean? What do you mean? It's <laughs> like a scenario. Oh, my God. Yeah, Dolphins just, are huge. Like, just romance. Yeah, you think that they're cute little, you know, but they're really big. They're oh, in, yeah. in real life, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, absolutely. So that got that comment got you into some controversial trouble via Twitter. Yeah, what do you I mean, think about that? Do you look at your notifications often? I always do. I mean, I I'd like to I like to tell people that like I don't. Right. Because like so then they can talk all the shit they want and it's like I'm not really looking, but I'm looking. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I mean, is it I mean, do you get a lot of negative comments or is it mostly positive? I only well what I do is I don't no one has the balls to really at me a lot of the time. Like oh, I okay. think maybe 10 to 15 percent of people actually at me with terrible comments and then the rest of the time i'll just look at my name 
Mm. And it's like this little thing I do. It's like, you know, have you ever seen the movie Secretary? Yeah, of when course. When she like, you know, because she had, yeah, you know, whatever. Well, that, Way that before, for those that don't know, the movie Secretary, James Spader, and yes. I don't know the name and of the Maggie game. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Leslie Ann Warren played the um, mother. Yeah, before this movie, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, you know, went mainstream and everybody loved it so much. And, yeah. you know, really, I didn't see it and I don't think it looks very good. I heard the books were terrible, but... I'm happy it's terribly that terribly great, like that kind of thing. Yes, yeah. I'm happy that you know housewives who haven't felt anything, uh, you know, beneath uh, their belly button, beneath had, their beneath their butthole. Yeah, I'm happy right. they got to feel a little something there. But Secretary, that's that, a great movie. It is. It is a steamy sex fest. Yes. And my roommate in college actually dated a girl, and it was their favorite movie to watch yeah. together. Ew. So that'll just tell you how creepy their relationship. Yeah, was. that was creepy. Yeah, because better than know, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah. Yes. That would be better than the Mighty Ducks. I don't know. I would rather have a couple love the Mighty Ducks <laughs> and hang out with them over the movie Secretary <laughs> yeah, because the sexual tension in that movie is uh, pretty intense. Yeah. And uh, they definitely got into it. So. Right, 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 right. Totally. Anyway. So with um, notifications on Twitter. Yeah. yeah so so you like just a, search your name. Yeah. So I'll search my name and I know that I'm not going to like what I find, but I do it. Why it's do you like do it then? It's like an impulsive thing. It's like. I can't. I, I cannot do that. I yeah. would be terrified. I would have the sweats. The whole day would be ruined. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. It ruins my whole day because then it'll just be like, "Is her name really Aquafina?" Yeah, your birth name was Aquafina. Yeah, that's it. So then so your then father the, is a dolphin. Exactly. He was Quaquafina. <laughs> I was masturbating him. Yeah, and um, and my government's name Aquafina. So yeah, that's Perfect. what that's what it is. Yeah. How did you come up with the name Aquafina? There's there's really no story. It just is what it is. I love the name, though. Oh, thank you. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was like, I've had it since I was 17, but it was spelled like the actual water. Oh, right. So when I decided to come out as a rapper, we mm -hmm. decided not to um, get sued. That's good, so, yeah. Yeah. Was the water, did the water exist before you named it that? Or? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So you just saw a bottle of water and you're like, I'm taking that name. Yeah, I mean, it just seemed, I think my friend Kim um, made a bong out of an Aquafina and put eyes on it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, and we would smoke out of it and then, you Right. Know, yeah. That's great. That's why I want to be known as Diet Dr. Pepper from yeah, now on. Yeah, exactly. That is the best DDP, soda. DDP, that's the best. It is the absolute best. Yeah, DDP is the best. And you've given some good uh, some good advice and stuff like that, so you have people tweeting at you being like, you saved my life, Aquafina. No, I don't. Okay, good. No, that never happens. Oh, that's too so, bad. Yeah, <laughs> that never happened. You but grew up around here, right? Yes, I grew up in Forest Hills, Queens. That was a cool little area. Yeah. And you were a second gen. I read this... Uh, uh, Google Aquafina oh and look at her Wikipedia page. No, don't. There is, no, it's good. Don't do it. Stop, There's a great ben. paper. It's an immigration <laughs> paper. I don't even know why it's on there. It's from college or something. It's because of whoever the, the freak that wrote my Wikipedia page <laughs> like found that in like in like probably a really it. intense Google search too. Like yeah. it, it would have taken a couple of like, it was at least on the ninth or 10th page. Right, right. If you Google Nora Lum. Yeah, yeah. Nora Lum, uh, Aquafina's real name. Do My you, government, yeah. The government name. Yeah. Do you have any stalkers like that? Have you experienced any of that quite yet? Because I would assume girl code, because you guys do talk about hot stuff like jerking off dolphins. I'm sure there's some like 12 year old, 13 year old dudes who are just like, oh yeah, constantly <laughs> squeegeing their squeegeing their the wrong bean, and uh, and they probably can't get enough of you. Um, not me so much as like there are a couple other girls that have been on there for like a while, and they. Don't Definitely have fans. I mean, I don't know. They haven't told me their stalker stories, but right. Um, I mean, you'll get the occasion, occasional like kind of like a freak, you know, that comes up to you and is like, you know. But everyone else is like 
mild mannered and cute. So it's not, right. It's not, I mean, I don't. I've never had issues. It's easier than ever to be a stalker these days, too. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. The yeah. lazy stalker. I hate it. Yeah, you know exactly. what about going outside, waiting in the bushes, climbing a tree? Yeah, you used you used to have to do things that are mildly <laughs> athletic to stalk. And now you just sit there on your fat ass and you just yeah. at people or send a and random. And take an Uber over, you know, and break in that way. You know? Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Any dick pics? You ever got sent any of those? Yeah, but I begged for them. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. On Snapchat. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I had one girl sending me uh, naked pictures on Snapchat and I am so old. And so stupid. <laughs> that's what I, didn't I felt know. like. That's what I felt like after. Yeah, I w- but I didn't know that it erased. So I clicked on it. and I was like, "Oh, I'll look at that later," you know. And then I went back and I was like, "Where did it go?" I know. I was like, "Oh my Christ!" I had no clue that Snapchat giveth. I know. But then it takes Take, it right taketh, away. Taketh away. Yeah. What was one of the better penises that you've seen? Because the official study has just come out. And the average penis is pretty much exactly what we thought it was going right, to be. Right, right. Five and a half inches with a four-inch circumference, I believe. I think Which the, sounds like a lot. That's a lot. I mean, I feel like the people that actually went and, like, sent me dick pics, like, knew they had a big penis. Like, they didn't just send right. me, you know, their small penis. So I mean, how shocking would that be to get one of those micros? I know. Just, like, kind mm. of peeking up, like, a little uh, coat hanger or something, you know? But um, Right. Like a coat hook, not a <laughs> yeah. coat hanger. That yeah, would be, that'd exactly. be pretty large. Um, but yeah, so like I got one and it was very, it was like a, it was like the color of like a penis. Right. Um, because I assumed that it was like being rubbed at the time. So it was like shiny and it was like a little brown and pink. Yeah. They all, penises all look like a a young Ross Perot. Yeah. You know, they just kind of have that, uh, (laughs) kind of pinkish, but also a little yellow color to them. Right. You know? This one was a, was a pretty long one. I, oh, okay. re- I remember it vividly. I didn't take um, a, sc- <laughs> I didn't take a screenshot yeah. of it because it it actually tells you, the other person, when you've taken a screenshot. Oh, it does. So I didn't want then that person to be like, well, she took a screenshot and then I, and I'm like that pervert that like accepted a 17-year-old penis, you know? I didn't realize that uh, Snapchat lets the other person know when yeah. you've done something extremely so creepy now with a f- sexy picture. you feel picture. like an idiot, don't you? Well, I know I wasn't even smart enough to know that you could take a screenshot. I didn't. I, it just disappeared. Mike, you do Snapchat. Mike does. You seem like a kind of dude that would do Snapchat. I don't mean to. I don't mean that. You can back, grab the mic. I wasn't. Sure. I didn't think your audience liked me. So. No, no you, the audience loves you. I think they love you. I do Snapchat. Yeah, yeah and you and you don't. Uh, you you send the you send the dick pic. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a it's a habit. Send I'm me trying one. To break. Young Funyun. Y U N G. Okay. Okay. Send her a well, dick pic. Dude, wait till the show's over. But yeah. They're okay. like little after. Uh, like you know, I'll get in bed with my boyfriend, and right. he won't be looking because he'll be doing his own shit. And then I'll go through all of my Snapchats. And it's usually just kind of like kids like dancing around with or their cat or something. Right. And then you just click on one and it's like a dick pic. Big old, big old dog. Yeah, no, it's always like a little nice, you know. And I how mean, does your boyfriend <laughs> react? He's like, oh, he, of course. He's never seen him. He doesn't look at my, he doesn't, you know, I don't think he knows what Snapchat is. I don't thank know. God. Yeah, thank God. Thank, and God no... thank God he's 75 and in a wheelchair. So, <laughs> That's right. You know. You're going with the Anna Nicole, uh, <laughs> the Anna Nicole Smith yeah, uh, road to romance. Mabo, yeah. I think that Anna Nicole Smith did love that old man. I think she did. She my was Howie, my Howie. Yeah, they were like cute together in a weird way. I loved Anna Nicole Smith. I, I watched all great. of her. E- like she had this crazy e documentary. Oh yeah, and she had a couple of weird, gross movies too that I've even because yep. I was a huge fan of her. I thought she was great. I did too, She's man. Hilarious. She was. Know? Yeah. She got a little bit addicted to those prescription drugs, but you know <laughs> who did it was her lawyer friend, her who I believe lawyer. is Howard Stern. Her I think his name lawyer. was yeah. Or how, or like, her, yeah, Howard Stern. His name was Howard Stern, and this guy 
he killed Anna Nicole uh, oh, yeah. Smith. Hundred percent. There's no doubt about it. He he fed her a bunch of different prescription drugs. Would just roll her out to the red but carpet. They made her really funny. They made her adorable. They made her very affable and cute. And, and I like that Anna Nicole was just like, yeah, I was the guest Jean girl. Yes, I was the Kate Upton of my time. Oh, yeah. yeah, hotter. You know, even hotter. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. She was a Marilyn Monroe, Kate, she, Kate Upton. She was she a was combo. She was like the Marilyn Monroe, like if people really know how, oh, how much crack Marilyn Monroe was actually doing oh, yeah. in her time. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. probably also given to her by her manager or yeah. her lawyer. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Jo- or Joe DiMaggio when he's yeah. not hitting home runs. He's killing yeah. Marilyn Monroe. He's giving her all that Molly, you know. I remember that Joe DiMaggio was singing about and talking about Molly all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it. And then I also liked Anna Nicole Smith. She just got fat. And she was like, I'm fat yeah, and I I'm beautiful. Her, and I'm like, you exactly. know what? That's okay. I liked her when she was fat. I did not like her when she got like, the what was that What was that thing called? Well, she got the lap band surgery or she no, got a gastric it was, bypass. it was a thing. She must have gotten at least $10,000 to be like. Oh, like this, a Nutrisystem type yeah, yeah, thing? Like or a, Slim it it was, was called it Slim was Spa not, or something yes, like that. Trim slim, Spa. Trim Spa. What was it? Trim, trim Spa? Yes, yeah. She you, was, Mike, that's you. right. She was. Trim Spa. That was it. Yeah. At least $17,000. It's Trim Spa, baby. Over, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. I haven't thought about Trim Spa in forever. Yeah, she was the the face of Trim Spa. And she would, every commercial would end with her saying, Trim Spa, baby. I know. And it was yeah, like exactly. the funniest she, thing like, ever. Shrimp spa, you know. She was out of her mind. Shrimp spa, that baby. It's great. But, um, she was ahead of her time, too. I mean, the reality show cutie. was around, but it wasn't as prominent as they are now by any you stretch of the imagination. I feel like reality show people go around and they're like, okay, but can you do this? And then they show like the Anna Nicole show because that's the she is what reality TV show stars are looking for. Right. You know, and she did it so well. And poor well, thing. It's interesting because it's almost like um, reality television now. It is art, right? To some degree, because it's definitely um, it's definitely an altering. Uh, it's definitely alters reality. Yes. Right. Um, so these people have to live their lives like art projects. Yeah. Almost like. Um, in the, the the 1989 Batman, when uh, what is it, Jerry Jerry Ball? It was she was married to Mick Jagger, but anyway, she was Batman's Nicholas uh, Jack Nicholson's Batman's girlfriend. Okay, or I mean, uh, you know, Joker. Okay, uh, he was uh, she was his girlfriend, and he burnt her face up, and Aww. he's just like human art, like yeah. all. Remember that scene? I don't know. I don't know if you I didn't remember. see that one. It's a oh, 89 Batman is the best Batman around, but uh, that's sort is it of Michael Keaton or it's or, the Michael or, Keaton, okay, the okay. only Batman. So that was Mr. Danny King. DeVito? Danny DeVito was in uh, the second the one. The second one, okay. And yeah. ju- just an adorable penguin. I know. He Love fat Danny. Little baby, little baby, little baby mm. Danny. And I, I hope that him <laughs> that and Ray stick good, it together. That was a good one you just did. Yeah. Did that again? Which one? The one you just did or the penguin? The penguin? The baby penguin. Yeah, no, you, you have a sound. <laughs> that was a good one. I don't That's know. So I can't repeat my greatness. I know. No, but that's sort of what reality uh, stars are. They're like, they have to become projects. Yeah. And they have to sort of like not not become human anymore. And that's what happened with Anna Nicole Smith. She just, that's why they kept on pumping her full of drugs. I know. Because they're like, the cameras are on. And she's like, I just want to sleep. And they're like, get up, you fucking bitch. We got to make money off of you. Do you want to be, do you want to be mer- masturbating a dolphin down at SeaWorld, Anna? <laughs> Oh my god! I just but lost it's my crazy. Headphones. But you know, she, she was so funny. funny. She's funny, and she was sweet. 
And she was, you know, she just kind of like lived life. She did. She yeah. did until she didn't. And that was very, very that sad. Was sad. And her son, too. That was, that was just a sad story. It was sad. And uh, it's very difficult. The reality stars, the game picks up with you. You look at the Osbournes, that family got ruined. The Hogan family got ruined. Hulk Hogan yeah. ended up with a sex tape because yeah, of it, which was I just. I watched that. Hulk Hogan's sex tape, for those that haven't seen it, it's the saddest thing you'll ever but he's see. He's very accommodating. He's so nice. It he's was like a- one of those older guys that like go down and you're like, is it good? Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, can you not talk to me right now? Like, right. Can you just leave me alone for a minute? The thing is, so the Hulkster, obviously he's quite into diet and he's into nutrition. Apparently he had <laughs> eaten too much before he was going to make this sex tape that I'm not sure if he knew was oh, being yeah. filmed or not. <laughs> so the whole time he's just like, I'm so fat. <laughs> God. And then at one point, his daughter, Ashley, I believe her name is Ashley, calls him, and her phone, her song is the phone ring for when she calls. And I forget the name of her song. It was terrible. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't really know. Whatever. I think her, no, Brooke Hogan. Brooke, her yeah, name yeah. is Brooke. Brooke Hogan. Brooke Hogan. And it was Brooke such Ashley, a bad song, yeah. but that was the ringtone. So he answers it like midway through this sex tape. And it was with a, a radio personality, Bubba the Love Sponge. Yes. It was with his wife, which is a whole nother like bizarre thing happening i i would it's easily the worst yeah, celebrity was, sex tape that was pretty of all bad time. i've seen all the celebrity sex tapes i would love that really I, I i i saw a little bit of the kim kardashian ray j one right. and the only one that i actually um you know Ma- when you go to a basketball game you cheer because you're there to participate and when you watch porno you, you know to participate you do a different kind of action yeah and uh so the paris hilton one was the only one i actually uh used um for those reasons solely because there was something about her just like sucking a dick because she's such a bitch yeah that i kind of was just like you know what out of a point of pride i'm just gonna do this no but none of these girls have moxie they don't have moxie in their homemade sex porns it's always it always depends on like if the guy has moxie and her you could tell that whoever was in that sex day was like such an asshole and like the paris hilton one oh totally star fucker that like he 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 brought the moxie to that one right right Um, right right. and then r kelly's he's like picking his nose the whole time he's taking a big piss on this guy john benet ramsey i mean it's just terrible john benet ramsey i'm kidding that was a terrible joke. That was a terrible one. You just scrap that one. John Benet Ramsey. I'm gonna get the John Benet Ramsey supporters. I thought Aquafina was totally funny when she was talking about jerking off the dolphins, but now she brought up uh, a story from what what 1997 or something. John yeah, Benet Ramsey. Mambo. They'll find her one of these days. They found her. Ah. Uh-huh. They just never found who killed her. Oh right. Yes. That's uh, that's not good. That'll happen. Um, but no, absolutely. Uh, the, the the sex tape game it it's a difficult one to crack, yeah. but it can really make a, it can make a career. Yeah, it can. I can't believe it. If done well, yeah. If done well, Very have you good. ever done anything like that? I have zero footage of any sexual activity with me involved, and no. nobody would want to see it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like people are like, you know, make it leaked. I was like, who's gonna leak mine? You know. But I've but I know I don't. I don't, know. I don't do. I don't. I don't do that because I can't imagine like rewatching myself. That's the that's whole gross. thing. Yeah. Right. And, but there's a lot of guys. There was just a fellow last year who was a super wealthy guy, and he was filming all these chicks unbeknownst to them. Oh. And then obviously he got arrested right. for it because he shared a zip drive um, with a buddy, and his buddy put it in. And then he was just like, well, you're having sex with a bunch of women there. And then they were upset about that. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, the whole idea of watching yourself have sex with somebody, that you, that's why it's the spank bank. You're supposed to keep it up in the head. Yeah, you realize you have like a terrifying birthmark that's like the, that's like huge. And I'll tell you, the male, just watching a dude thrust, oh. it's not good. And I'm all soggy and, and there's nothing's connected. <laughs> you know, if I, I'm like fall off, my, my meat like falls off the bone, but it's not good because I'm not barbecue. <laughs> I'm a human being, you know, and oh, you're supposed God. to have like, it would just look awful. I would right. never want to ever I mean, want to. I don't see think it. it would be that. I don't think it would be bad as you, as what you're saying. I'm sure it would be. I mean, you're pretty. You're pretty big. I mean, if you're. I mean, yeah. If you were with like a really small little mm-hmm. girl, that might look a little weird. Oh but yeah, that would be very very. We very, don't have to talk about it. Speaking of which, is there a Chipotle around here? Chipotle <laughs> is amazing. No, I'm sure that there is. Yeah, you'll get like a very lunchy area. Oh, absolutely, there is. When I leave Brooklyn, I always look for Chipotle because there's none. There's none in Williamsburg or Greenpoint or. There was just somebody at a TED Talk that said Chipotle is uh, should be considered fine dining. That's how good it is. Who was TED Talk was that? I don't know. Some dude who works for Chipotle, probably. <laughs> but yeah, they love it. So you think that uh, you know, with with Girl Code and everything, are you going on tour? Are you guys doing the live shows, or is it just called uh, Girl Code Live? Oh, Girl Code Live is um, like a weekly talk show live. Okay. Um, we're filming in the TRL studios, which is like really fucking cool. Nice. Um, and then we'll have like a musical guest, and um, it's only me and Nessa and Carly. So okay. So yeah. Um, and then they there's like this band, the Lucky Chops, like our house band. It's it's cool. gonna be really cool. I don't know if I can even talk about it to that extent, but yeah. oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. No one's no one's listening. There, these microphones I mean, pretty, aren't even recording. This is a pretty recording. legit setup, Ben. Yeah. What do you think about that? There's a lot of fetishists out there who are just like, I love the the Asian fetish thing. This must get annoying. Yeah, I mean, I was actually just on a podcast. Like, I was on The Brilliant Idiots, hosted yeah. by Andrew Schultz, uh, Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne. Yeah, and we had the same conversation um, about Asian fetishists. Well, then let's not talk about it. I don't want to. I don't want to go on treaded territory. No, we don't. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't no, matter. You annoying. like killers, right? You like true crime and stuff. I love true crime. I yeah. love Forensic Files. I love all of Discovery ID. I How would you do that. it? If because you know, I watch a lot of Forensic Files as well. I do a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left, which is all true crime oh. serial killers. Oh my and god, like I gotta that. watch. I didn't know you did that. Oh yeah. Because I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel with these fucking true crime podcasts. They're like not even entertaining, but Dude, they're gross. They're, yes, we do. We we have. Are they like with a comedy twist though? Yeah, I yeah, like it to be. Well, that's the thing. They're very very dark, but uh, in order to break up some of the uh, more heavy things, you have to have moments of levity. We did we did one with real nine one one phone calls. Oh, those so are you great. listen to people those just get stabbed to death over the phone, oh, and you no. hear their final blood curdles, and then you have to bring the audience back with a little bit of a lighthearted character. Oh, shit, you never know. But you you would love it. Okay. But so I watch a lot of the forensic files and stuff like that. It's more difficult than ever to get away with murder. DNA evidence. You really can't kill anybody that you know. Yeah. It has to be somebody at random. Yeah. How would you do it? What would be your weapon of choice? Who are you going after? You want to go after a jogger? Are you going to go after some just random commuter? Yeah. Maybe somebody in the middle of the woods? Do you want to do a home invasion type thing? See, it would be difficult because um, I would, if I were going to do it, I would need to have at least one other person involved. Right. Um, and she would have to look like me. Okay. So what I would do, and I don't think anyone would agree to that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think I could put out Craigslist, Craigslist posts and just pay them like 600 bucks. Maybe I can. Are you trying to make this person the scapegoat so then they take the fall for No, they're for not you? the scapegoat. But basically, like, there's surveillance on every NYC street. So I right. would have her kind of just go to a, a deli mm-hmm. and while I do it. So that way I'll be on camera there. Yeah. That's a very good idea. Yeah. That sounds like the end of a Columbo episode where he's looking through birth certificates and he realizes that the person has a twin. Yeah. And then the whole episode. Yes. 
That's love great. It. Or like the it. end of a Matlock episode where yes. the twin just burst through the doors. Well, actually, like, um, yeah, I would do. Uh, yeah. So that would be one way. Or there's another thing that people use. Uh, I think it's like potassium chloride or something. Okay. And that is untraceable in an autopsy. So just know that. And this is something that you uh, feed the person, they have to digest it? Yeah, or? they'll digest it in, in like copious amounts, like it'll kill them very easily. And Okay. That's how like all the Law & Order, SVU, and like the forensic right. files, they all, they all have traces of that, yeah. That sort of, um, man, by the way, Putin just murdered the hell out of that dude that was against him. Boris was his name. Yeah, and I are just you sure he's not being racist? Uh, no, his name was Boris. Oh, his name was really Boris. Yeah, okay. it's right. I mean, you know, they, these these names Brooke are... Brooke Ashley, uh, yeah. Yeah, these these names are uh, sort of stereotypical for a reason. There's a lot of Borises in Russia. Yeah. And this one in particular got assassinated, but we watched, they saw the uh, footage for the first time. Yeah. It was so well orchestrated. There was a uh, street, a... Um, a truck, a, a street cleaning truck that was just creeping by the car oh my just God. in the perfect amount of time to block the CCTV cameras. <gasps> and so the guy got out of his car. You don't see him. He shoots the dude, runs back, and then the car slowly oh pulls away God. again. It was so perfectly orchestrated. And I was like, Kremlin? Yeah. You know Putin was watching that shit from uh, you know, some bizarre wing of the Kremlin. Right, totally. Happy as hell, you know, eating jello. Because in you, Russia, that's still like a have novelty. Have you seen Meanwhile in Russia, their YouTube video, or just, or just like the 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 Blayette, the Blayette videos no have you seen those the Blayat videos yeah like that's like I think it means like it means like fuck or something oh, in okay. Russian and basically like car accidents are so bad in Russia yes that it's because every, they have the Yugo still I think well well yeah, I mean I don't even know what that is but I mean it's a car they they have everything but it's like they're just so bad that yeah. and and they get into car accidents all the time because they're they're I guess they're drunk all the time mm. and so the judge makes every car have a camera so every single car has like a camera oh. on their on their on their dash so um they just they're just these like hour long YouTube compilation compilations of like these horrific almost car accidents in Russia. Well, that explains it too because if you YouTube Russian road rage, oh, you'll God. have some of the greatest videos I have ever seen in my life. Don't mess with the Russians when they're on the road. Stay in your car. It's terrifying. And it's terrifying. snowing and it's like ter- like there's the streets, there's like a horse will walk by. It's like some of them are crazy. You should watch them. It is absolutely nuts. So what uh, what demographic of people would you like to kill? I used to talk about this on stage <laughs> a little bit and how fun it would be to kill uh, just white straight dudes from 18 to 35 because they just they're never scared they're not scared enough and it would be cool to have a serial killer that just targets uh the demographic that's really never been targeted before you know yeah like 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 dudes that just look like jeffrey dahmer you know you have you have a jeffrey dahmer-esque thing about you thank you a lot of people think jeffrey dahmer was very attractive and he is very he was very attractive he he ate a lot of people he ate the people and then he had the penises in the 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 little pot he had the penises in the pot there (laughs) Little creepy, little cutie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know who I would kill. I mean, I don't. I don't think that I. I ever real. I don't have anyone that I like want to kill. No, I don't think that any of us do. Um. You know, there've been moments, road right. rage moments. I. I was just thinking, like, I, like I was thinking about one time I was driving in my Prius with my dad, and there was like a stop sign, and my dad didn't stop because he's like a terrible driver, whatever, Asian, whatever. But yeah. he. And there was like this dude, and he kind of like looked at us funny, like because we didn't stop immediately. He was kind of like he just did that, like, well, you know, what do we? So right. I called him a pussy, and he just came right up to my window because we were still stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "What'd you just say?" You know. <laughs> 
So. How'd it go? Did you get out of the car and kick his ass? No. It was, I just kind of rolled up the window. It's like kind of awkward. He was like kind of knocking on it. Yeah. One of those moments. It is very, very awkward. I just hate entitled pedestrians, and then I hate entitled drivers, and then I hate, you know... Everyone, everyone's very entitled these days. Yeah, I don't like the guys that like walk really walk in front of you, like they have to go somewhere all the time in the subway. Yeah, you know like those dudes that like walk so fast in front of you. He's like, "Where are you going?" That's right, so important. Right, right, yeah. Like you want to fucking Adorama? You want to get some equipment in Adorama? You gotta go. Yeah, absolutely. They're all acting like the bunny in Alice in Wonderland. They think they're late for something. Yeah, and they... it's like you're not late for shit. You're unemployed. Well, the thing is, it, do- it doesn't even matter how fast you walk. It, you know, the train. When the train comes, you'll get on it. Yeah. So everyone ends up on the exactly, same platform exactly. at the same time at some exactly. point. Exactly. What's one of your favorite true crime stories? Um, my favorite true crime story. Um, there's so many. Oh my god, there's so many. Just let me think one second. Um, and we're doing some research on the next last podcast. It's all going to be. It's going to be about Edmund Kemper. And I always say that I'm, you know, at six seven, almost six eight, too large to really commit any crime because. There's nobody that fits my description other than me. Right. Kemper was six foot nine, over 300 pounds, and he was able to really kind of, um, he went on a roll for a couple of years. Oh, God. And he was oh, like friends. What year? This was, I want to say it was the 70s. So this is oh, before wow. all the cameras, not nearly as many cameras. I might be wrong about that, Mike. If you could check Edmund Kemper for me, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, basically, he would end up killing a bunch of joggers, which is, again, why no one should ever work out. Mm. Um, and, um, and then he would end up, you know, beheading them as if they were, uh, you know, um, in some sort of ISIS video and they were a journalist uh, yeah. who, who reported the wrong things. And then he would have sex with their uh, with their heads. Their dead bodies. He couldn't get enough of that stuff. I mean, I think I, I, true crime stories are, are most fascinating because they're entertaining and it's really sad. But, like, I don't like the ones where just some dude just goes and kills people. Like, that one, the Edward Kemper sounds, like, entertaining, you know? Well, Edmund Kemper, had a Edmund. he had a mommy issue. He had, like, yeah. the classic stuff going on. Yeah, His that's mother... fun. That's yeah. fun. Um, like, uh, a one that's really, that I really enjoyed was, like, the Austrian dad. Oh, schnitzel? Fritzel? No, are you just being racist? No, no, there's a guy named Fritzl who, uh, I'm not sure if he was in Austria, but he kept all of his kids in the basement and he made the rooms around him. Yeah, he claims that a cult, that his 16-year-old daughter ran into a cult. Yeah, it was Joseph Fritzl. Yeah, 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 and then he had all his babies with her and... It was pretty brutal. Some of them didn't. Um, there's actually an urban legend story that I grew up with that I believe is real because a friend told me. Yeah. You want to hear it? Of course. So this friend was going home with a bunch of her friends late at night <clears throat> from the Lower East Side back to Brooklyn, probably like Ditmas Park area. And um, she was on the train and these two guys come up and they're holding this girl, right? Mm-hmm. And the girl's like fucked up. Like the girl's like just fucked up on drugs, drunk, you know, right, right. not doing well. And they stop. The, the cops like commandeer the train as it gets into McBrooklyn and they get on and, and they're and you know they're like everyone has to get out and they're like wait you guys have to stay because we got to ask you some questions like when did these guys come on what were they doing do you know that girl was dead right whoa yeah very intense so they thought that like she had died at like a party and they didn't want the the police to go to like this Albanian mob party and so Weekend at Bernie's is not so funny when you see it in real life. No, it's not funny. Weekend with Bertha, who is dead, and like (laughs) it is not a good time. Mike, what's the information on Kemper? I got Kemper. uh, Between May 1972 and April 1973, uh, Kemper embarked on a murder spree that started with six female students and ended with the murders of his mother and her best friend. Oh, my God. Yeah, so there you go. Early 70s, when you can actually get away with these things. At six foot nine, you're on every single camera now. That's sick. 
That you is can't sick. do it. You know, people were so ratchet in the seventies. The best, mm-hmm. the best stories from Forensic Files always take place in the seventies. Right. Or well, the, you could or the get away 80s. with a lot more. Yeah, you can get away with a lot more. I think uh, people were just weird back then. They were like coming because you ever hear a guy like talk from the sixties, you know, mm-hmm. that wasn't a hippie, and then like the seventies are they're kind of like getting out of that speech. Right, right, right. So they were kind of stuck in a weird. Well, I mean, there was a lot of different, you know, confusing narratives going on in society. And uh, obviously Kemper needed some major mental health uh, help. Yeah, movies from the 70s were so ratchet and weird. Yeah, Yeah, they were. I mean, like Maniac was it makes your skin crawl when you watch Maniac. It's a great serial killer movie. Um, There's a bunch of uh, Wicker uh, Man. Was that 70s? Maybe maybe a little bit earlier than that, but the seventies had some amazing grindhouse yeah. uh, horror movies. Yeah. It was a, it was a brutal time. It's pretty ratchet, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Growing up in Brooklyn, though, I mean, you guys have probably different sort of horror stories. I grew up in Queens or Queens, yeah. Yeah, but growing up in New York, it's Whatever, all Brooklyn yeah. to me. It's, it's all, all growing up in Williamsburg. Exactly, yeah, that's true. where I'm at. Yeah, you know, yeah. I love Williamsburg. Y'all probably had some different kind of. Uh, urban legends because in wisconsin it was mostly like wait are you from wisconsin i'm from wisconsin oh yeah. shit we're in wisconsin did we talk about this last time mm, i don't think so where was, i mentioned it a little a- bit earlier are you from appleton no I, but i used to perform at the appleton comedy club oh my club, god skyline yes. comedy club green all the bay. time it's the green pack bay. the pack the packers they're great yeah. everyone loves them and uh, i'm from a town called stevens point Okay. Which is about uh, 20 minutes away from a town called Plainfield, okay. which is where Ed Gein lived. Okay. And Ed Gein, of course, was really, for all intents and purposes, well, he killed two people. Oh. But then other than that, he would just sort of go grave rob and make little crafts with oh. human skin. So really, he was just kind of like- Cutie. Yeah, in a way. He was just kind of like crocheting. But like, Only. what are you crocheting yeah. with? He's like, human hair. Oh, human hair, yeah. You know, whatever. And then yeah. he, went, he made like a nipple belt. No. And he made like human skin suspenders. So, But he was like dressed up for the occasion you know he did he had some wild ever all of his ashtrays were just skulls and stuff like that so those were the people that we heard about growing up in wisconsin Dahmer obviously was a wisconsin guy what were some of the characters around uh the queens area in new york at that time when you were coming up that were like horrifying to you well there was a guy that um showed me crack that he had in his mouth Oh, that's nice. He was like, you want to see crack? And I was like, all right. And he opened his tongue and it was like on his tongue. And then there was, um, I mean, I've been masturbated to tons of times on the subways. How many times? At least 17. Since I was really? Like, since I was like 11. Like, and it was more prevalent when I was like 12 or 13. Like 13, go, I remember the first day of school I got masturbated to going to Columbus Circle. Wow. Yeah. And so this dude was just staring right at you. You know for a fact he was masturbating to you specifically? Yeah, because he was looking at, he was look, it was like to the kids, you know, and he had like the village, all these, <laughs> all the masturbators always had the back end of the village voice. and um, Right. And um, what else was there? Oh, there was Jack. There was like this guy, um, I got arrested when I was 17 for smoking weed, like at the park that I grew up at, across the street from and- they, the police basically brought me in and like let us go, but yeah. there was a catch. So they like interrogated us about this this character Jack who would like hang out at the park. He was like a, it was like one of those homeless dudes that like lived in a house, but right. he was very obviously homeless and he had like a pillow case and he had his supplies in there. Like you know it was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these kids were like running away to his house. Um, these like 14, 15 year old kids were like running away to go live with him. Like, and like a Peter Pan type situation. Yeah. And he was basically like masturbating them. Like, so, so then there was like accusations of sexual assault. Cause like there was right. one kid who ran away and like, it was like, there's rumors that they, they were having a sexual relationship. So they basically just like, 
interrogating me about him, but I didn't know about that stuff. I'd been to his right. house with like with a group of people. But you were? What was his house like? His he lived in like a normal Forest Hills condo, I guess under rent control. His neighbor, his uh, roommate was like severely paraplegic and like was like living in one of the rooms and weird. He would have the kids over and they would play like poker with him. It was a very dark situation. Yeah, it sounds extremely creepy. <laughs> yeah. Did like a door chime go off? Like entering now entering the home of a pedophile? No, it was like kind of kind of one of those you know pseudo hoarder homes. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, he never did anything creepy to me. He just kind of tell us old timey stories, but everyone didn't get really. They just listened to get cigarettes and stuff, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Every town, every town has their own every little town, jack. Yeah, to each his own. To yeah. each his own. We had a kid who had a mental disability who would constantly have sex with cats, and uh, and then throw Shit. them into the throw them into the lake because you can't. <laughs> uh, cats die. They're not like dolphins. You know, they, cats and dolphins are different creatures, and cats die when humans have sex with them. And dolphins, of course, just go and put on a great show. That's the major difference. Oh. It's great. Well, thank you so much for being here, Aquafina. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> good time. That was good. Yeah. A lot, a lot of interesting stories. Um, all right, kids, stay away from Jack. If you meet anybody named Jack. Don't go to Jack. Don't go to Jack's house. He has Marlboros, but don't let him trick you with those. Yeah, you know what? If he doesn't have a vape, you don't even want it. <laughs> Live that vape life. It's all about the vape. Yeah. Uh, check out Girl Code with Aquafina. Yeah, when check does out. That, when does that air? That airs, well, we're, we're actually filming right now, so it'll new season's this summer, 2015. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm awesome. so I'm sorry, Girl Code audience, if you're watching this. I'm sorry. If what? You're to this. They love it. I mean, this is this is. A I really... get the Ben Kissel show and the Girl Code audience major I mean, crossover. There was like definitely John Benet Ramsey. We had Anna Nicole Smith. We mm-hmm. had uh, yes. So. Anna Nicole Smith, rest in peace, John Benet as well. Yeah, poor, uh, poor kids. Oh, unbelievable! And of course, uh, you know, find Aquafina on uh, on Twitter and at at her and say nice things. Yeah, say nice that, things. That because be I'm good. looking because I'm always looking and I'm loving. That's perfect. Of course, that's Mike Coscarelli on Twitter, and I'm at Ben Kissel. And, uh, yeah, check out the other shows on Cave Comedy Radio, Abe Lincoln's Top at the Round Table of Gentlemen, and the last podcast on the left. And, of course, check out Mike's podcast, uh, Social vi- uh, Social Villains, uh, the great podcast from Mike Coscarelli. Um, all right, everyone, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.